0: Number 9. Soils and climate Climate has a great influence on soil formation. Some major soil types are strongly associated with specific climate zones, especially at the global level. If you look at the soils and climate wall in front of you, from left to right, you may notice a gradient in colours. On the left are the extreme climates. We see yellow, orange and red colours in the humid tropics. Brownish colors with yellow and white spots or layers in the desert soils. In the temperate zone and subtropics, we see a mix of colors, and going to the right, we see brown colors dominating the soils of the steppes and of the boreal or subarctic zone. This points to the soil forming process being influenced by climate conditions. In the humid tropics, the red, orange, and yellow colors are associated with strong weathering of clay minerals and leaching and the colours are a reflection of the oxidation and hydration of iron and aluminium. In the hyperarid regions or deserts, water in the soil does not leach to the deeper layers. Water movement is principally upwards through evaporation. This means that water-soluble minerals do not leach to the groundwater and accumulate in the soil, such as chloride, sodium, carbonate and sulphate. In dry areas soils may be saline under natural conditions. Salinization is a major threat to the quality of irrigated soils. The dissolved salts in the irrigation water may build up in the soil over time and may accumulate to levels that are toxic to plants. In the temperate zone and subtropics various soil processes are influenced by climate. Under the E of climate we see a reddish soil from Greece. This is a fertile soil from a vineyard. This profile shows evidence of clay movement downwards through the profile over long periods. The layered and contrasting soil from Sweden on the right of this section is a common soil in the sandy landscapes of, amongst others, the ice-pushed ridges and cover sands in the northern hemisphere. This soil is called a podsol. It has a bleached ash-gray subsurface horizon, the leaching layer, and below that a dark accumulation layer is seen. In this layer, or horizon as it's called, the leached humic acids and iron and aluminium compounds precipitate around and between the sand grains. On the right of the soils and climate wall we see eight soils that have a brownish appearance. This points to the accumulation of organic matter. Let's have a look first at the beautifully deep, developed and black soil of the steppes right under the word step, This soil is formed in a very specific climate. It is characterised by limited rainfall and long and wet springs and cold winters. The biomass of the tall grass vegetation with vigorous growth is brought into the soil by rodents. In the strong winters, the organic matter in the soil is conserved and in the next spring, new organic matter will be added to the subsoil. That explains the very deeply developed organic matter-rich top layer that extends up to one metre below the surface. These tall grass steppe soils were managed by nomadic people for long periods. When the population grew, the soils were ploughed to grow grain crops. In wet years, this led to high yields, but in drier years, misharvest led to famines. The Glinker Memorial Collection This monolith of the steppe soil, or Chernozem as it is called in soil classification, was sampled 90 years ago. Glinka, one of the early soil scientists from the Russian school, sampled 60 profiles from various parts of the former Soviet Union to be presented in the first International World Soil Congress that was organized in 1927 in Washington, USA. He put the sixty boxes on a long transport by rail and shipped to Washington. But unfortunately, they arrived late. The Congress had already finished. So the samples went into storage at the U.S. Conservation Service, where they remained untouched for sixty years. Thirty years ago, these historical boxes were shipped from Washington to Wageningen to become part of the World Soil Museum. This historic collection provides information on how Russian soils have changed over the last century, as a result of pollution from heavy metals, radioactivity, acid rain and fertilisers. The Glinka Memorial Collection is a real treasure in the museum's soil reference collection and is considered world heritage. In drier climates, the soil organic matter cover will be less pronounced because of less biomass development hence less addition of organic matter to the soil. In climates wetter than that of the steppes, there may be more biomass development, but then leaching of water to the subsoil is higher and microbiological breakdown of formed organic matter is also higher. Hence, here too, a less thick organic matter-rich topsoil will develop. This may be seen in the profiles right next to the deep soil of the steppes. In the sub-arctic and arctic climates, there is a very short growing season for vegetation. The cold conditions ensure there is little addition of organic matter to the soil. The black spots that can be observed in the subsoil of the third profile from the right, under the word boreal, are caused by a process called cryoturbation. With freezing, wedges of ice penetrate into the soil. At thawing, the void spaces are filled with material from the top layer, That fall into the cracks that close when the soil freezes again. Proceed to the section to the right of you, number 10, dedicated to man made soils.